Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another episode of the AB Podcast, episode 19. Uh, last episode of the uh, month will be tonight. Um, I believe at 7 o'clock. Don't quote me. Um, but it will be with Zach Zander. Uh, he'll be my final guest of the month here. Um, rolling into it. Actually, no, that's a complete lie. There's two more. There's, we have a whole other week. I'm sorry. He will be my episode tonight at seven o'clock, and then we'll have two guests later on. I will announce those two guests at the end or the beginning of next uh, tonight's episode. So stay tuned for that later on. But yes, uh, episode 19. If you want to support me, uh, links are below. I do have a Patreon. I have merchandise. Uh, all that stuff helps the uh, the gears moving here and helps uh, provide transportation and all that. Uh, one little quick announcement I do want to make, um, just kind of like a little soapbox thing. If you have friends who are on social media, a like, a share, a comment goes so far. And I know people are like, oh, I hate when content creators say that. But it truly, truly means a lot. Um, I, I, I'm fortunate enough that um, Facebook put a thing out saying, hey, here's how to monetize your page. You're eligible for it. And I was like, I'm never going to get anything for this. And because people support on Facebook and they share my pages and they like and comment, Facebook sent me 40 bucks. Like I got PayPal 40 bucks by paid by Facebook and it cost no, it didn't cost anybody a dime. All they had to do was hit a button and they made a major corporation pay me. Um, it, it's not a lot of money, but it's better than zero. Um, so like, I, I just want to say, not just for me personally, but anyone who, you know, is, is, is a content creator is an independent worker that has social media pages. Don't just scroll by stuff. Just, it doesn't take a lot to hit like, and just, Put a little comment in there, or hit share, or show them that love, because it can, it could be, uh, it could be helpful to them in their growth and their journey. So definitely take a look at that. Uh, the links below also for my uh, my guests. Make sure you check out all that, as well as two wrestlers on the scene right now, who uh, who are injured, and you can go and support them, whether whether it be their subscription services or uh, their merchandise or their eight by tens, or just follow on social media and tell them how. Uh, beautiful they both are and show them love because sometimes when you're in you're in this business and you're not around anymore because you're injured uh, it does bum you out um, there was a nice benefit uh, event that just happened for Adina at uh, Classics Bar and Grill it was fun people were slapping each other with tortillas um, it was a it was a it was a very eventful day and coming up here in March is going to be a benefit show as well as another benefit show uh, I'm sorry February and then March is going to be another one at Smash Masters we'll talk about all that when we get closer to it. But without further ado, let me bring my guest in. This is a guy, I love him to death, man. He's one of these people you go to the wrestling shows and you see him and you're like, boy, he just he's just a huggable guy and he's a great hugger and he's adorable and he's the best person ever and he's one of the most entertaining managers on, uh, when it comes to this business. Let me bring in the coach himself, Coach Raph. What's going on, buddy? Hi, man. What's up? Uh, I love you too. Thank you for all the kind words, man. You're one of my favorite people. So you, uh, likewise, man, I genuinely like I when I go to shows, sometimes it's like, man, I, I like I, I get generally excited to go to shows because you think to yourself, like, all right, who's going to be here today? And then you kind of go through the rundown of all your friends are going to be there. And you're like, yes. And then I see you and I give you a hug. And I actually got to meet uh, your your better half at the last show for the first time. Mm -hmm. And and then like three or four years of being here, I got to meet her. And then I got to meet your little one. And holy yes. Hannah, adorable. Uh, thank you. I was so excited for you guys to meet him. Like I couldn't, I couldn't wait to get him to a show so everybody could meet him. Like he's the best. I love him so much. Like the Chuck Taylor socks was my favorite thing of all time. If, if I could find them as an adult, I want them. <laughs> I, yeah, he, he's so well dressed. He's he dresses way cooler than I ever will. Like you know, and I'm the one I dress him, and you know he looks so much cooler than I ever will. It's so true. 
Um, does now does he have the same problem you have sometimes when you're going around the ring where you just your pants don't stay around your waist? <laughs> no, because you know what? Like even if his pants fall down, you know he's got an out. He's got the nice onesie. Maybe I should start wearing like a like I should get my coach fit shirt, but in onesie form. So when yeah. my pants fall down, I'm just in a onesie with like my nice world logo on it. Like I'm sure that would be great. <laughs> Honestly, some of my favorite moments in professional wrestling have been when your pants fall down. Um, <laughs> One of one of my favorites we can never see again because it was taken off the internet. But you did a uh, we did a movie and there, you had a really funny bit uh, when you were managing uh, Mike Mitchell, uh, and and I think most of the match was just your pants around your ankles. Oh my gosh! I uh, first <laughs> off, I love that match. I I am sad it's gone. The pictures are still around. You can see them on my social media. There's great. Um, I believe somebody made a trading card and it's just a picture of Mike and he just looks exhausted and annoyed. And there I am with my pants <laughs> around my ankles. You know, you're lucky though. You've come along when I started wearing the singlet underneath, but like yeah. my first like year or so in wrestling, I didn't wear a singlet. So when those pants would fall, like, yeah, you just it's see. Buck crack. Oh, buck <laughs> yeah. crack. Uh, buck crack, even worse. Cause like <laughs> the boxers would go with it. So like, yeah, that's, that's what the singlet was for is to, make sure the world didn't have to see my butt anymore <laughs> yeah and then recently at uh another uh, another event we just recently did we had the uh the halloween show at the drive-in and you showed up as coach berg uh <laughs> which was a what's another amazing coach moment uh you can yes. check that out very soon on on the smash master youtube channel uh or all you can go over to iwtv and watch the full show i can't wait for that to uh that to be available. That was a ton of fun. And um, that was uh, it's when I learned don't ever make a joke on social media because the uh, the booker for said promotion will be like, well, now you're doing it. So. Uh, it, it 100% happened one time. The first time it ever happened on our podcast, I made a joke. PPW said they were bringing in Gilbert. And I said, well, uh, Andy Header versus Gilbert, book it. And Andy goes, please no. And the poster came out and it was Andy Header versus Gilbert. <laughs> Oh my god. That's fantastic. Yeah, you gotta be careful what you say. Or or don't be careful what you say and say things and act like you don't want them to happen, but secretly you do. I mean, there was a little bit of me that kind of wanted like somebody to be like, you should totally do the Coachberg thing. And of course the uh you know, the booker for Smash Master. And I I guess I can say that it's Rosh. I think everybody knows yeah, it's Rosh. Yeah. Uh yeah, old Masty. Uh he hit me up and was like, You have to get like the black shorts and the gloves and the little knee pads, and I I quickly gathered all those and yeah, that was great. And um, I'll probably end up doing it again sometime this year, apparently. So yeah, you were Coachberg. Adina was uh Sting, Stinger Adina. Yes. Um uh who else we had with Hollywood oh, uh, Cream Creamy uh World Order. That's what that yeah. was cool. Um uh, Riley, I did I think Riley did like a it face paint. There was a lot of cool cosplays going on that day. That was um that was such a fun show. I had such a great time and like not, I, I mean, the show. Yeah. Oh, you were, you were Jesus. Um, <laughs> that show was great. And I mean, mainly because like, like all the shows, Smash Masters fun. That was just fun. And I love, I love that crew. We'll get into that, I guess. But yeah, that's a good time. So you, you um, got into your training uh, through Backbreakers, RIP. Yes. On, yeah, um, out of, out of, um, that's a, that's a Wilkes-Barre, right? No, um, it was when I had started there in 2016, 
Um, it was March of 2016, and it was in Scranton, Pennsylvania. In a okay, Scranton. See, yeah. on Mars side of a mountain, we just make like Wilkesburg and Scranton's one thing for us. Oh, that's probably, that's probably what you don't want to hear. But like, if I'm in that area, I'm in the Wilkesburg Scranton area. It just kind of merged together. It's like Hazleton and West Hazleton. We don't differentiate. They're just one area. You're gonna get some. You're gonna get some heat from the uh, the Luzerne County and the Lackawanna County people with them. <laughs> like Wilkesbury is the Diamond City, so Diamond City War Machines, you know. Yeah. Lackawanna is the Electric City, so like, yeah, you're gonna get the Scranton Wilkesbury people. That's they don't want to hear that. I mean, yeah, I know it's definitely not proper etiquette for that side, but like that's just kind of how Pennsylvania rolls. Like when you see on the news, like, oh, tonight in Wilkesbury Scranton, it's like they 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 merge them together and then that's what we hear and we just think you're just one area that are kind of like the New York Giants and the Jets where you get kind of share a stadium, you know? I know. Yeah. And I mean we share like we share teams. We have the like the Scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders and the Scranton Wilkesbury Penguins. So like but they are very different people from those areas. I'm not from either of them. I'm originally from Dunmore, which is like near Scranton, which also gets lumped in with Scranton, so I, I guess I sound like the crazy person who's like, that's different, yeah, yeah. but but yeah. yeah like um, you'll, you'll drive around Wilkes-Barre, and you'll go eat at a restaurant, and you're like, oh, I just was at this restaurant. And you're like, oh, you were down in that, and they say a different town. I'm like, I was in Wilkes-Barre. It's the same, it's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I back on track. I started at Backbreakers in March of 2016, and it was in Scranton. Um, before that, Backbreakers had, I believe, had been in Pittston, for a bit and it may have been in Wilkesbury. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know it was in Connecticut originally. Really? Um, yeah, I think that was when, and somebody can correct me on this and I'm sure they will. Johnny Glitter was the head trainer. Um, okay. And it, eventually the school made its way into Justin Glory's hands. And, um, you know, Glory had opened it in Scranton in a building. It was like a big warehouse looking building. There might've been like a few other businesses in there. I know there was a hair salon and a restaurant supply company. Um, and at the time glory, um, was doing, uh, tryouts and I was like, Oh, cool. Like I always wanted to be involved in professional wrestling. Uh, there were schools around here in the past, like when I was in college that I would like see and be like, maybe, but yeah, I was, I was so, I was dirt poor, like growing up and continued to be poor in college. So like paying for wrestling was just not going to happen. Uh, I kind of had a chance like with this tryout. And at this point I was in my like mid thirties. So I, I was much heavier than I am now. So wrestling was kind of like out of the question. I was just like, I don't think I could be a wrestler. Um, but growing up, like, you know, I've such a, I was such a big fan of like Bobby the brain, Heenan, and Paul bear, um, Jim Cornette. Like, I know, I know it's not a popular one now <laughs> in, in between, uh, like today when I was doing stuff for the uh, podcast and then waiting for this one to start, I was actually watching the Bobby Heenan uh, documentary on the Peacock. Man, oh, that's a that good guy, one. That guy took some bumps. He was crazy. Yeah. He was, Bobby Heenan was the best. And like one of my favorite commentators of all time, favorite managers. He was a pretty good wrestler in his own right. Like everything Bobby Heenan did was amazing. And that was kind of like, Yeah. And like basically, like him and Paul Heyman were the two that made me just be like, you know what? Like, I maybe I want to be a manager. So I went for this tryout. It was me and one other individual who didn't really like go too far in wrestling. Um, and uh, yeah, they, for lack of a better term, they beat the balls off me in this tryout. <laughs> um, they made me like I'd I'd do like I'd, I'd do everything a wrestler would have to do. So squats, sit ups, push ups. 
um, hopping over a bag, like dropped. I had to do so much in this tryout that like um, I would, and I did it all very poorly because again, I was, you know, 60 pounds heavier. And I also just literally, I literally, I had knee surgery in January of that year and literally was cleared like a week before this trial to do anything like physical. But so like I went with like sweatpants on and my knee wrapped up because I was worried if like glory had seen my knee, he'd be like, get out. And, uh, yeah, it went, it was, it was rough. Uh, you know, there, uh, there we go. Yeah. Eric Pin uh, busted his ass during that tryout. Yeah. If Eric, if Eric said you busted your ass, I believe him. <laughs> yeah, he was, and he was there. Uh, Brad DeMeo was there. I, uh, Wild Phoenix, I believe was there. A lot of people like who, like, I, you know, had gotten to know as the years went on, especially like Eric and Brad, who I love. They're great. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it was tough. I passed the tryout. I started at backbreakers. Um, my class wasn't huge. It was, uh, actually, I believe everybody in my class minus, no, I think everybody has since stopped wrestling, which is crazy now that I sit here and think about it. Like I've never sat and thought about it, but like I had Carver Cross who was, um, since like kind of stopped wrestling and now does his own thing. Uh, Rod Wilder who stopped Johnny Papatopoulos. He stopped, uh, Trajan was in my class for a bit, but he had kind of started wrestling. Like he was the, like towards the end there. Um, uh, that's one person I, I want to come back so bad. I, oh, I, I love Trajan. I like, that's just another human being. I just, I yeah. fell in love with in this business. And what just, like, I love when he comes to hang out to not even wrestle. And we always, everyone's like, come on, come on. He's like, Nope, Nope. I'm just here to hang out, brother. I'm just here to hang out. I retired. <laughs> he's, he's just, yeah, he's just a genuinely great human being. He's a great mm-hmm. father. Like he, I love Trajan so much. He, um, I do miss him. I kind of like. I wish he was around for some of these things now because I know he'd be on them. But at the same time, too, I understand and respect his decision to take a step back. So it's it's all good. And you know, I some of the like, other, I feel he'll go clear his head. He'll take a maybe some time off, and then he'll he'll bounce back and he'll uh, he'll ha- he'll have fun again. You know, yeah. it's it's tough. This is not an easy thing to do is to take time away from your loved ones and your family and your friends and dedicate yourself full time to professional wrestling. It's it's not easy. And and Trajan's very, very talented. And how many times have we seen I always joke around every time, especially when Ace is home. It's like, you know, you know, Ace Ace is on impact and you're the one that took the bump that got him signed. <laughs> like you're the one he jumped on from the backboard. He's like, shut up, shut up right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. Everything Trajan does, did, does, will do in the future, I assume. Like, everything he does always looks so smooth. Like, that yeah. kid's so damn good. Like, he's great. He's through the roof. Yeah. If, him, if it was an RPG character, Trajan, and it only went to 10, Trajan's charisma is a 25. Like, of, of all the people I would, I met at Backbreakers, like, like the, like, especially the younger ones, like him, um, Keita Murray, and uh, mm-hmm. Kit Raff. I'm not just saying Kit Raff because, like, you know, <laughs> they're all like they're so talented and they're so good. And um, like I'm just in awe. And they're they're all great people too. Like, and uh, you know, like, and there are people who who have like left that I wish would like, but some of them moved. Like Rod Wilder moved out of the area. I loved Rod. Rod was so cool. He was one of my favorite people. But he, you know, he moved. He got a different job elsewhere. He kind of was done with wrestling because it was it was hard. Um, and I know like Carver had gotten hurt and had started kind of started up his own business, um, selling like juggle merchandise and things like that. Cause that's his deal. 
Um, <laughs> so he kind of moved on too. <laughs> I like I like Carver. Carver and I never saw eye to eye in a lot of things, but it's like a person outside of wrestling. I really like Carver a lot. Same with Brown. Um, no, but yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's right. There's a little bit of delay, so I'm sorry if I'm not trying to cut you off. I just like it's weird there. But uh, the so it's um one of the things I definitely want to stress on that is people listening is uh not you you did something that probably not a lot of people do in that situation. Not a lot of managers, I don't think, have to go through that process. Maybe some schools do, but there's some where I talk to and they're like, nah, I just I was really good at this, and they just kind of gave me a spot, and I stand next to the ring, and and I but I don't take bumps, I don't do anything, like I kind of just stand there. And I, and I just do what I'm doing, but the two that I know that, you know, that stand out to me when it comes to training, I, I Mary did training. Um, yes. Uh, and, and big dust. Uh, and you three are probably my three favorite, uh, ringside managers in the business. And all three of you went through the same process as every wrestler did. I, and yeah, it's crazy. And we've, we've all also like the three of us have, you know, worked together extensively. Oh, yeah, every single, yeah. every single time you three cross paths with each other. It's it's always gold. It's always always. And I love, I love them both, especially Big Dust. If I'm on a show with Big Dust, whether I'm working like against him or he's just there, I like I light up like a like a Christmas tree when I see his he's, name on there. I love him so he's much. So like, funny. Yeah, he's so funny. He's so talented. He's such a great human being, and so is Killian McMurphy. Mm-hmm. Like they're two of my favorites. And um, yeah. it is funny. Like I always have to ask managers when I meet them, like where you trained, because like. First off, like I want to make sure that if they were trained, if they're doing something to me, they were trained because I don't want like someone not trained to do something to me because like I enjoy like having all my teeth and both the vision out of both my eyeballs. So like I, you know, I don't enjoy getting clocked in the face by somebody not trained. <laughs> and it's well, crazy. Didn't I- we talk about one time before you said you took, and the reason you do this now is you took a slap spot from somebody and they caught you in the ear, right? Or something like yep. that. Yeah. Yep. They nailed me. They nailed me good. So like, I have to make sure that like, yeah, cause you know, and even like if I'm working a match with them, like, which I've, you know, I've done a few, I've worked two matches this last in 2022 and Mary and big dust. And, um, it went great. Like, you know, I mean, Killian and big dust kicked the shit out of me, but the match itself went great. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah. And it's crazy. Like I was the first manager and I, you know, I'm pretty sure I, this is what glory told me. So I believe I was the first manager trained by Justin Glory, not from Backbreakers. I believe there was some before Glory, but I was the first one trained by Justin Glory. And then uh, uh, Ciara O'Malley would be the second one. And I believe that was it after that. There hadn't yeah. been any other trained managers. Um, I had to go through actual training. Uh, Glory did do a lot of my training, but I also do credit Brad DeMeo, um, Eric Pinhat, and um, Johnny Toxic because they – did a lot for me and they helped me out a lot too. And without them, I don't think I would have um, learned how to like overall, like, you know, be as good as I am. Like they really like, you know, glory kind of set the foundation and they built the house for like lack of a better way of putting it. So I do credit them a lot. Uh, got my GSW hoodie on actually. <laughs> like um, yeah. I, uh, I thank them so much. And so, you know, so I've even to this day, I've always like, I like put them over so much because they've really like in any time I get to work with those guys, I absolutely love it. Um, I finished my not finished, but I was I had graduated from backbreakers in August of 2016. Obviously, you never finish training like I still learn stuff to this day. I I got paired with Tucker Riley. Um, 
yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Tucker, I don't think wrestles anymore, which is cool, I guess. Um, <laughs> not, I, you know, I'm not the kind of person to say anything negative about anybody. I know people have their issues with Tucker Riley, and that is what it is. Him and I got paired together. It didn't work out. I was with him. Uh, I don't know. From, I don't know anything about Tucker Riley, so I don't know the backstories or what. Yeah, I, you'd have to ask people. I'm sure, like. Yeah, um, I'm not going to put you on the spot or make yeah. you say anything. Yeah, Brad or Pinhead or somebody could fill you in. I know um, I do. <laughs> there's like, it's so funny. I had a interaction with, I won't specifically name who they are, but they're a current AEW star that's on TV now. And at a GSW show, Tucker had, you know, run afoul of Brute Van Slyke and kind of just became a thing with the two of them. And the current AEW star is sitting next to me and he turns and he goes, does this happen a lot? And I said, no, I'm like that guy. He kind of, he kind of fucked up. <laughs> and the person just was like, oh, okay. Like, and it was funny. I'm, Cause it's I'm an trying A. The, I'm trying to think of the current A. The only thing I can think of is, do they have a really nice butt? Um, no, uh, no, they're named after, that person. They're named after a shoe. So a very okay. popular shoe. Okay. Um, and, and it's so funny. It's somebody that like, I was, I'm such a, I'm such I a geek. Was, I thought it was someone who, uh, is a, an act of love or intimacy. No. Yeah. It's somebody who I, I, I'm a mark for too. So it was so funny. Like that whole show, they were like, behave yourself. He's like, I'm such a, <laughs> person. Yeah. I was like, I was a Chikara fan back in the day. Um, and this person was like a favorite of mine. And so was um, the person he associates with who, uh, you know, does the thumbs up and was also an aunt and, you know, these were just guys that I got. I was very lucky and thankful to GSW that I got a chance to work with as uh, GSW had brought me on as a ring announcer around the same time that I had finished at Backbreakers as a manager um, or trained like my I had graduated from Backbreakers and GSW had also just started using me as a ring announcer, which was really cool and a lot of fun. And I got to learn so much and I got to like be on shows with like so much, like, so much great talent, especially people now who are like really hitting their like their stride like i was on with uh, mike skyros and a lot of shows with him and he kid is that's another one such a great like talent so so good such an awesome dude outside of the ring i'm so happy that he's like seeing a lot of success now and getting out there he's great he uh um, he just he private messaged me i don't i'm not exactly i don't remember right now off the top of my head what episode he listened to or if he listens to all of them if he does i, I mean i mean it means the world to me but he private messaged me the one day he's like hey man i was on my way i was on a long dr a drive and i listened to the podcast and 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 he complimented me and he, and he gave me some feedback and he was he's just really supportive and he just telling me how much he enjoyed the podcast and how we need to sit down and talk soon and i don't get a lot of feedbacks and, and yeah. when you get feedback from people you you uh you you like are people you respect a lot it, it meant a lot so mike if you are listening thank you uh for the for the message it, it i was like out, out out and about that day and it was just it's not a great mental health day and i got that message and i was like oh so it, it perked me up a lot so i appreciate you man yeah if you're listening mike you're awesome you're um mike was always super nice to me um and super cool and he uh he used to come he would come to backbreakers a lot um because at the time, Justin Glory would run. They were called pay-per-view parties. And they would be the same day as a WWE pay-per-view. And he would run, like, little shows. And these on these was where I did the, like, majority of my work with Tucker Riley. And, like, on these shows, it's crazy looking back. Like, like Keita Murray would wrestle on them. Kit Raff, Trajan, uh, Rex Taylor, 
Oh uh, my gosh, I'm trying to think. Like I can run down. Like Mike Skyros was on the um, Jacoby Riddick. Um, like it was crazy. Like the talent that would on and in pre like me doing them, they would have like I believe like Joey Janela was on a few of them and um, Nyla uh, Nyla Rose and um, I forget who else. Like they had a lot of like really good talent come through with like work at Backbreakers. Like it's no, I, no Backbreakers and GSW worked very closely, right? Like they were yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they would, um, for la- like, I guess the best way to explain it for people who, like, you know, wouldn't know, like, I guess the easiest way to explain it is, like, if back, back, if GSW was WWE, Backbreakers was NXT, and it would yeah. feed people to GSW to use. That makes so, sense. like, yeah, Trajan, that's like Trajan ended up on there, like Kit and Kita, Rod, um, Shogun Machete. Like, you know, a lot of these guys from Backbreakers who it's another I love Shogun was another one too. He was yeah. fun and he, he I was uh, good. I've heard nothing but positive things when it came to G- GSW. Uh we were doing like the tornado tag. Um Header had nothing but positive things to say about GSW. Um uh uh Matt Turner, I almost said the other name. Um yeah. had a lot had a lot of very positive things to say about that that company as well. Um yeah, and then actually I know I'm kind of going ahead of t- ahead of schedule here. Uh, you could backtrack, but that's where I first met you. That's where I first seen a lot of the backbreaker talent. Um, if we would have known what we know now, then uh, it was header was like, Hey, I'm doing a show. You should come up this building, the troop center. It's really fun. They're going to do a show. It's kind of like a reunion show. You should come up with the podcast and maybe get some content. Didn't get a second of content, but we just sat there as fans and enjoyed the show. And we got to see a really cool show, and still to this day, some of my favorite matches. Um, one of my favorite matches that stand out so much that it became the inspiration of the logo of the podcast was was Kit versus Dina, and you and, and you were part of that. And that and that yes. and it was honestly to this day, it's still one of my favorite intergender matches ever happened. It was really early in Adina's career, but it was like the first time I really seen a talent like Kit that I fell in love with that night as well where he didn't treat it like an intergender match. He treated it like, oh, you're stepping in the ring. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And that's exactly <laughs> what they did. Adina looked like she was a legit a fighter. I Like, she didn't hold back. She didn't look like she was green. She didn't look like she was as new as she was. And they just went in there and kicked the shit out of each other, but also put a really oh good God. match on, had great ring psychology. You got involved. Everything made sense, and it was just a really, really good match. Yeah, that's one of my um, favorite matches to this day to have been involved with. Uh, and it's crazy now, like... The look back you know, on it, yeah. Yeah. Looking back <laughs> on it now, I mean, that was like, yeah, pretty early on for Adina. Um, and at that point, I'd been working with Kit for a while, and it was just, it was so much fun. And now, like, you know, obviously I work a lot more with Adina because, like, of her and Kit. And it's just, yeah, that was so much fun. Uh, GSW, I miss GSW so much. It's like, it was such a great place to work. Um <laughs> You know, I met so many people that I know now, like Matt Turner, Andy Hedder, um, like just like tons of people that, and I was, uh, I got to ring announce, which again was cool. Uh, like one of my favorite stories, I think ring announcing, there's a couple. One was, um, it was, I was working a show there as a ring announcer and the main event was between Fire Ant and, oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember. I want to say Bo Nakoda who was the GSW champion. If I'm wrong on that, I apologize, guys. It's more about the actual before the match. So, yeah. like, I would do, like, um, the champion, like, introduction. So, like, before the actual match starts. So, like, in this corner and in this corner. And Fire Ant's behind me. 
And all I hear is move kid. And I'm like, what? And I didn't realize for his introduction that fire ant did like a running, like jumping kick thing. So if you ever like watch that footage on like, um, power IWTV, you can see like fire ants foot like this far from the back of my head, because all I hear is move kid. And I'm like, what? Like, oh. G- G- GSW's on IWTV. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Oh, I, um, know what, I know what I'm doing then later on. I'm just, I, I see, I've been going back and watching Chikara like from season, whatever's on IW and back. And then I just find other promotions. I just kind of watch their back catalog up. Um, I'm going to add that to the rotation. Another person yeah. I met at that show that to the, now in this, in, I met him at that show, fell in love with him. And he's a big part of me. Just like excited. Every time I see him, the, the, the pres, the president of, of independent wrestling, Phil Stanford. Yes. Oh, I love Phil. Phil would, um, had GSW not had to have, um, taken a break, kind of like go on a hiatus. It's like, that's what they were kind of building towards was like, cause I was the ring announcer and they had done like an awesome, like war games match. That's definitely worth like watching that, um, involved like Phil's team against like team GSW and like Kit and Keita in that match. It's so good. You really have to like, you, you have to highly recommend it. Um, and we basically like, we're doing the deal where like, I was, uh, hired by Phil and I was obsessed with Phil and Joey image fired me. <laughs> and this was supposed to like, kind of pay off on some things that like never really got to pan out, but it kind of like slowly led to me being a manager there. And, um, Phil's great. I like Phil a lot too. Phil is super nice. And also, you know, also like, if you see GSW out in the wild, there is a company out there that is rocking GSW, but it's not the GSW. Oh my god! <laughs> that, and they they use the exact same logo, like this logo, which was yeah. designed by Brute. Like, what a like crazy! Right? Whole thing, that whole thing blew my mind, and the fact that they were like, like we've been using the name forever, and like yeah, but okay, but the logo, like, yeah. did they just I, Google GSW, and that's what popped up? And like, there's our logo. <laughs> They were like good enough, like, and they probably saw that the last like actual GSW show was the reunion show in 2020. So they figured, hey, that's up for grabs. But yeah, that's not quite how it works. But uh, GSW was great. They did um they did an event called the Turkey Bowl, which that one of them, the last one they did, is on IWTV, and it was similar to uh, King of Trios, which uh, Chikara does, which you know Trios teams. I um had ended up on there it's me managing it's oh my gosh rod wilder johnny papatopoulos and cyrus mars and their team coach fit and we all decided because like pop and cyrus would do pink that we were all gonna wear pink so like i look like kirby in this by the way like i'm in like a bright pink shirt and a pink hat like if i you had drawn a mouth on my chest i would literally look like a walking kirby (laughs) And that was fun. Um, and that was, uh, that led to me actually getting a, I got a stunner from Justin glory, which was fun uh, because glory really, he held that stunner man. That thing hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> and um, yeah, that was actually like, I, uh, I occasionally like I do the diamond cutter and that was where the start, like the start of that happened was me using the, uh, the diamond cutter came from all that, like the whole thing with glory and everything like that. So, um, and there's a great picture. It's probably on my social media of me, like, cause we, I was supposed to give it to somebody on team backbreakers. It might've been Harzing. 
and they swapped it out and they pushed pop in. So I just do. And it's like Eric Pinhat, who is a great wrestler, but also is like a fantastic photographer, took like mm. the coolest picture of me that will ever exist of me like doing a diamond cutter to Johnny Pop. Like it looks so cool. Page, it almost Page, makes it. Page and Eric Pinhat are. Oh, like Page too. Oh. I, if, they're, if they're ringside, you're getting good shit. Yeah. Paige and Eric make me look like I'm actually athletic. So, like, when I have these matches that, like, I'm sucking wind in, they get, like, the best shots of, like, the one cool thing that I did. And I'm like, yeah. And then, like, people are like, wow, you're really, like, good at this wrestling stuff. And I'm like, absolutely. And it's like, no, the photographers are just really good at getting that one shot and you know, all, ignoring all the others. You know, my favorite. So, Paige... Page, uh, I already announced that Page is coming on the podcast very soon, and I obviously Diamond City War Machines will be on the podcast. Well, I'll probably do them separately because I want there's there's a lot of stories there to talk about. Oh, God, yeah. But uh, one of my favorite conversations to listen to was Eric and Page at the Sanctuary and their photography co- conversations. And their one question, their one conversation was. Uh, they told wrestlers that they're not taking time out anymore to edit out weens. Uh, so if you don't wear underwear under your gear, they're not photoshopping your ween out. <laughs> and I was like, "Is that a thing?" And they're like, "Yeah." And they show. And then now every time I see a photo, I go, "Oh yeah, yeah." There's there's a there's a ween. <laughs> yeah, I I've I've talked to like Eric in the past about that, and like, yeah, he's uh, spent a he's lot of time just. Yeah, he, yeah. Eric told me he would spend hours upon hours uh, photoshopping and airbrushing weans out, and he's like, "I'm not doing it no more." He goes, "I've I, thousands and thousands of weans I'd photoshopped out. I'm not doing it anymore." <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. I <laughs> Eric's ability to photoshop is incredible because, like, he he can get like the wean outlines. Like, I have not shopped a penis since. I have not chopped a penis since. <laughs> I am always amazed when I'm like, Eric can get like anything. Oh, my Spider-Man pens in the shop. Eric can get like anything like out of like, um, out of a photo. Like he's so good. Like he's a good wrestler. He's a good photographer. He's a good friend. I love Eric Pinhead. He's a I, great I, wrestling mentor. How many, I, it's, I, you have countless conversations where you're like, man, I got in the business and I was struggling or maybe I wasn't having a good time or I was bummed or something was going on. And then I met Diamond City and it changed my yeah. life because they just, they, they generally give a shit about people and they love the business. They're just good people. They That's do. Nothing. They care. Yeah. I'm sorry. They, I was going to say, they care about the young talent. They care about like just trying to help out. They, um, they're so unselfish. They, Everywhere they work is better having them work there. And I, you know, like, I, I love them. And Eric, like, and Brad, too. Eric's such a great human being. I know if, like, I messaged Eric, like, right now and was like, I need A, B, and C, Eric would get A, B, and C for me. Like, he's he's the best. And I'm not just, like, kissing up to him because I know he's listening. I'm, you know, I no, like genuine. genuine. It's 100%. Yeah. Same with Brad. Like, they're two of my favorite people. And like I said, and Johnny toxic too. Like I wouldn't, there's no way, like I would have probably made it as far in wrestling without them either. Like, cause like sometimes I just, I get disgruntled with wrestling and I just, I have enough and I just want to quit. And you know, it's getting to work with like genuinely good people that stops me from just being like, fuck it. I'm done. So, so, um, 
we are it is we're about halfway through i try to keep it around an hour and i know there's so much more i know we we didn't even talk about how you start working with mike and then how you got in with, with kit ref um but uh how you're uh, you're we're kind of on to something i want to keep on with here right you talk about how you get frustrated and how you can easily get bitter if you're not in the right environment or you're not, not in the right locker room or something's going on where you're just not happy um and and there's a promotion right now that we that you know that you're a part of that and and you know i'm i'm there a lot as well um the smash master and the high tension team is just that that is just an environment of just there's no sour grapes in the bunch you know what i mean yeah. like everyone's there everyone has a good time everyone's genuinely happy to be around each other um it just what like you said you you've worked for gsw you've worked for backbreakers you've worked for probably countless other promotions how yeah. key is that how key is that to to come to a promotion where you just it, you have that positivity around you it's great and it makes you like want to work like be there and help out i uh you know i worked like i said i loved gsw i loved backbreakers i've worked at a lot of places i didn't love and i won't name them because that's that's not what i do but there yeah. were places that, like it just the negativity or like the way that they did things and it was just it was tough working there and i um i met alex um on I'm trying to think how i can phrase this i met alex on a podcast it doesn't exist anymore uh and you know, he, he was great. I'm like, this is, he's such a cool dude. Like he seems super chill. I had met Rosh at sanctuary because Rosh at the time was kind of taking point and helping um, John out down there. Mm-hmm. And I had um, the high tension wrestling had done the show at the marketplace at Steamtown in Scranton. Um, and I was super excited to be on that show and get to be part of it because like I'm from, I'm from close. Like I'm from Dunmore, which is close to Scranton, and I grew up in that mall. So it was really cool just being part Dunmore, of it. Dunmore, Wilkes, being... Scranton, all the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, But like, it was like such a positive locker room, and everybody was happy, and everybody was kind of working together, and it was like it was just such a great energy. And the same thing has happened at like Smash Master, and like I love it because like you know the drama there's no like wrestling drama there's no egos there's no people like just kind of like looking out for themselves everybody is trying to put on the best show and like go out there and like do their best work and to me that's like that's super important that's what you want and i think that's why smash master has seen like such growth and like you know rosh has got an entire list of shows planned out for this year which i think it's awesome that you know because i've worked for a lot of companies that i work a show and they're like we'll bring you back for the second one and i'm like sure and i know there's not going to be a second one and there have been plenty of work that there hasn't been a second or a third or anything like that they just kind of are they're just not consistent with who they keep and they yeah. have the revolving door and they're like oh well this person um has a rate and it's it just all those different carny techniques and wrestling promotions oh, gosh, where, yeah. yeah i can't I can't with the carny not like carny bullshit is absolutely something I cannot stand. And it's not something I want to be part of. And I've walked away from promotions because of that. And I've turned down things and it's like, I, I just, it's not like, like I know I'm a manager. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to get signed by WWE. I'm not going to get signed by AEW. I'm not going to get signed anywhere. I would, it's more important to me to work on shows that I feel like, I can do something good and have fun and just be with like good people than it is to like worry about like 
getting advancing my career or getting to yeah. like we're not we're not getting paid millions of dollars here to do independent wrestling we're, we're we're barely making gas money and sometimes we're barely even doing the gas and the tolls but if if we're walking into a locker room we give a shit about that kind of doesn't matter you know what i mean like it is nice to get paid because then you feel like you're at least valued um uh but it's it to, to walk into a locker room that it's a good environment can circumvent all that other nonsense you know i yeah and i love i love working for like um you know i I feel like people have kind of figured out that backbreakers entertainment is no more given that it's just vanished off the face of the planet. Um, so like to give a little context to that, Justin glory kind of decided he needed to step back from wrestling uh, for personal reasons, which I respect again. I love glory. Uh, back, so backbreakers had to close um, and the promotion itself also was done. So it's nice to have, smash master there because i feel like that's now my home promotion and i love working for rosh uh i have a great time there i get to work with kit which you know that's the only person i ever want to work with sometimes it's basically kit and mike mitchell but mike's retired so yeah um you know i just i i have so much fun there and high tension too like i'm forever i'm now forever happy with high i love working for high tension but now like they uh you know, I, I spent two years trying to manifest that match with like Kit and I against like Big Dust and Killian, and they did it. And um, <laughs> and upon having that match, I'm like, why did I ask for this after like my, my face was swelled up and I broke two ribs? Um, <laughs> but like, it was such a fun time, and I love working there. I love working for Rosh at Smash Master. I can't wait for the shows that we're doing this year. We have a lot of really good stuff yeah, coming up. Really exciting there. stuff. Uh, also, yeah. too, if you want to check out those, if you go to my YouTube channel uh, and subscribe, obviously, because we're getting close to that 500. Um, but scroll down to the bottom where it says promotions I work for, and you're going to see Sanctuary, you're going to see High Tension, you're going to see Smash Master, and then a list of other companies that are great. Please subscribe to all of them. And uh, there's going to be a lot more High Tension and Smash Master content coming to the YouTube side. Uh, they are going to be exclusively a YouTube brand going forward probably very, very soon. Uh, so definitely show that love, and there's going to be a lot of back content coming soon. So even if you haven't seen stuff yet, uh, you're going to see it for the first time soon. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of, a lot of hard work's getting put into that YouTube channel as we speak. So uh, subscribe now and get ahead of the curve. But yes, glory. And, and, and listen, it, it, is, it is sad to see the Backbreakers name go and, and the brand and the school and everything. Um, a huge thank you to glory. I, I personally have only ever worked for glory once. Um, and, it, and I, was, I was only brought in as a fill-in because Pete couldn't make it that day. And um, it was always a promotion that I respected. Uh, we used to go to shows and support. I actually, they, they let me come in as a content creator and just record interviews and, and be a part of that. And I, and, I, and I wasn't even part of the show. I just came in and did interviews, which was cool because that was like the first promotion that I really got to do that with where I wasn't really booked to work. But they're like, yo, like we don't have a spot for you, but come in and get stuff, which was really nice of them to do so. And I, and I got to meet a lot of those students and I got to see, meet a lot of that talent. And then working for them uh i will say this now backbreakers is the first pennsylvania promotion to ever hand me an envelope i didn't know what to do i was like what's this for and they're like oh for working today and also bringing the equipment that helped provide the commentary and i was just like wow this that that made me feel some certain type of way and <clears throat> so huge thank you to glory um, yes. for all you've done uh, for the for the wrestling scene and for all the amazing talent you brought out and not only just for the talent but 
shaping them to be amazing talent as well as building their minds to be good people because a lot of what you instilled in that school is still inside of their minds. You're talking about Diamond City, yourself, Kit, Adina. They're just good people. You you you, not, you didn't just make fantastic wrestlers. You made fantastic people. And uh, Backbreakers will always be a very special place to a lot of our hearts. And, and, and Gloria, thank you for your time, your dedication, and everything you've done for the business. Yeah, I I learned so much from Justin Glory, not just about wrestling, but I learned like work ethic. I learned avoiding drama and staying out of like the nonsense. Like I learned um one thing with Glory that was great was he even if he and another person had some kind of issue, Glory would always try to resolve the issue. There were people who would leave backbreakers under whatever whatever circumstances led to them leaving and it led to bad blood between them and glory glory would always like bring people back talk to people listen to people like understand like he justin glory is a great person i don't know if he's ever going to listen to this i don't know like you know i know like with wrestling he kind of wants to move on but like if he ever does hear this, like, I am so grateful to Justin Glory. I'm grateful to Backbreakers. Through Backbreakers, I met Kit Rath. I met Adina. Like, these people that I'm currently, like, involved with, I wouldn't have met if it wasn't for Backbreakers. I, uh, and, like, everybody from there, they're such great people. Like, yeah, you know, like, Kita, I could, I can, like, do an entire podcast just talking about how much I love Kita Murray because he's such a great human being. Like, Trajan's such a great human being. Like, these are just genuine people. And we all are here because of Justin Glory and Backbreaker. So like it, when I found out from Glory directly that he was moving on, I was happy for him because like he's done so much. And I told Justin Glory, like you have so much to be proud of. Like you had a great career on your own. You did a lot of great things on the independent wrestling scene, but you also have like all these wrestlers that you've distributed amongst like this area of the northeast and all the way out in california in the case of keto like you know like you have like you're basically it's like you're the father and you have all these kids to be proud of because they've all gone on and they've done great things and that's like because of you like none of this would have happened if it wasn't for justin glory and it wasn't for backbreakers and it's always going to make me sad that like i missed the last backbreaker show for good reason obviously like my my kid my kid was born right around that time but like it'll always bug me that i couldn't be there you know have been there for kits like last backbreakers match which was with rex you know maybe someday backbreakers will be back but you know i know uh it's a new thing now and they're doing their thing and i hope you know best of luck to them with that so yeah that that's i think sometimes wrestling wrestling promoters are uh more than just promoters but trainers and just people who run companies like they don't get those roses enough and i and i think they don't realize that how many people are just truly appreciative of them because you know what i mean like they like the hour the hours that probably go into running a school let alone a promotion is probably just tireless and like yeah. social media side of things as well as everything else to get it out there is is got to be so goddamn hard uh okay. but but to kind of take a step back and like you said i hope he hears this or if he ever hears this but but yeah, just kind of reflecting on that of just what you've created in the area and how it branched out and they're still working and they're passing things on to the next generation and the next generations that are coming out of there that that will be coming through the new company high ground as well. You know what I mean? Like there's so it's just it's just a giant spider web of of nothing but positivity and, and it's it's um yeah, just overall thank you, Backbreakers, and and thank you, Glory. Yeah. Yep. Um 
Hey man, any anything else you want to plug or get out there or something what do we want to talk about that we didn't cover? Oh my gosh, yeah. It's like it's crazy. I could probably talk for like hours. Oh, I, me and you me and you should probably have our own show where we just bullshit for an hour. Um I know. <laughs> I, I I did um Maddie D's podcast, like by the numbers, and I believe like he had to cut so much of it out because I can just talk and talk, and even with like stories, you know, like I have so many good stories and like, well, like I always about do watch alongs. If you want to do everyone, if you ever want to do a watch along with me, let me know. Oh gosh, yeah, and I could like, especially like if we ever like just anything, man. I love just talking. I love talking about current wrestling, even like big, like you know. That's I had a be I had a podcast for a bit that like unfortunately like my schedule with like a pregnant wife did not allow for me to do too much. But we would like just sit and bullshit about current wrestling and things like that because, and I like. I like, I like to be positive, man. Like I don't like dumping on people. I don't like dumping on like current things. If there's something that's not for me, that's okay. Like, because there's lots of people that it makes happy and brings joy to. And that's even the same with indie wrestling. There might be stuff out there in places like I don't work or I don't agree with the way they do things. That doesn't mean it's bad. It's just not, that's not for me. And that's, you know, yeah, everybody, that's how I handle it. Like I, if I say I'm not a fan of a wrestler, I don't mean them as a person. I just mean like right now their character is not latching to me or the storyline's not matching to me. Like right now I have a hard time with AEW. I think a lot of their storylines right now are just not sticking for me. Um, you know, some people hate NXT. I love it. I think it's super character driven. NXT right now seems like an indie company. Like I'm watching the next generation grow and I love watching it. Like I'm, you and I, I you and I are going to be best friends for that statement, man. I love NXT. Yeah. NXT is my favorite wrestling show. I, I've never been a fan of AEW, and I'm not before. I know people like to jump on me for that. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not for me, and that's okay. Like, yeah. you know, like, I don't like every movie that comes out, but lots of people like other movies. Like, it's just, yeah. oh, I love NXT. NXT, we should just, we'll just do it. We gotta, I'll hop on one of these watch-alongs with NXT, and you can just listen to me, like, gush over it for, like, who, who, right now, well, I will be so uh, as soon as my uh, episode starts at seven o'clock with Zach. As soon as Zach done is is done, uh, we're gonna try to wrap it up in like forty five minutes to an hour, like I do all the other podcasts. I jump right on the NXT watch along. It's something brand new I'm doing. Uh, it's my it's my trick. So don't tell anybody. It's a secret just between us. So they're not listening. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to grow this audience. Right? It's hard yeah. to grow just talking independent people. Right? Because nobody knows who I am. Nobody knows, like, do if besides our friends and family who listen to this, no one knows who the hell we are, right? So I need, right, to, yeah. I need to grow. I need a brand. Um, so I'm like, if I do watch longs with Raw and SmackDown and AEW, somebody might grab onto that and say, man, this is really cool. I like their watch alongs. And then I get really popular. And then I cram the indie shit down their throat. <laughs> That's genius. Man. Yeah, you have to, you know. Totally. <laughs> the indies are great obviously i love the indies because otherwise what would i be doing <laughs> but um yeah. you know it's, it's, it's and using the big leagues is the perfect way i've done that with lots of people like i use the big stuff to get people interested in the like indies and things like that and it's like it's worked man that's such a great idea like yeah, my biggest my biggest thing i tell people all the time is when we talk tv or we talk wrestling or we do a live stream i'm like if, if you don't watch and support independent wrestling, you're a fool, especially now more than ever because it's just getting so good. But, like, every besides Roman, um, Brock Lesnar, Ronda Rousey, and that's probably about it. Not, a, the rest of that that you're watching on television right now is, like, Northeast Pennsylvania, Northeast 
like northeast coast, like the, the like the east coast independent wrestling scene is all dominating television right now. Yeah. I like I mentioned there, I've been on shows with I've been on shows with Chuck Taylor, I've been on shows with Orange Cassidy, they're on AEW. Um, I was on a show, I don't remember which one, with Drew Gulak. I was on a show with Sanjay Dutt. Like I helped the, and now we're seeing the Yudas and the Daniel Garcias and the Action Andretti's yeah. and, and the Willow Nightingales of the world starting to come up. You know what I mean? Like it's just so the Deppins, Tony Deppin, Ace Austin, yeah. Monsa Slamovich, like this whole area is just flooded with good talent. And if you think they're good, man, there's another 70 people who aren't signed that are just as good that they're yeah. just waiting for their opportunity. And it goes support your independent wrestling. I think, um, you know, I, I mentioned Keita Murray. I think Keita's time is coming. Keita's going to blow up at some point and he's going to be all over the place. Adina, Adina Steele, Adina's time is going to come. Like yep. she's going to. Whether it's Impact, whether it's AEW, like Adina is going to end up somewhere. Like she's so talented and so good. Like, you know, and uh, if Keita's not going to be a wrestler, that I think that that Hollywood's going to be calling him soon too because he oh has a lot God. of. Pressure. I was watching that Dahmer thing. I was like, is that was that Keita? And then I'm looking through yeah. my social media. And I'm like, they're like Keita's in the new Dahmer thing. I was like, what the hell is that? So he's so talented. He's such a good looking dude. Like he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna either succeed in wrestling or acting, or he's gonna succeed in both. But like, and he's he's so driven that like, yeah, he's just he's great. And I and if he whatever he ends up being successful at, I will always root for him because, like I said, he's a genuine person. And yeah, it's just crazy. But like, I don't know. I can like I said, I could talk and talk. I have so many stories. Like. You know, listen, and, the door's always open if you ever want to jump in on a raw stream because three four yeah. hour streams are tough to do. Uh, and we can we can we can talk about everything else in between. Um, like I said, man, uh, me and you we, we have that thing where we can just bullshit for hours and hours and hours. Um, and it's beautiful. I that's why I love being around you and talking to you because if even if we're not talking wrestling, we could turn this into video games or comic books or oh my pop gosh, culture. I love those things. We, we could know? be here for days and days. But my last question for you that's not independent related, just because we kind of gust over it in NXT. Who right now in NXT, who's your who's your uh, your go to's? My go-tos? All right. Um, who, who do you really like that you're like, man, they're going to be big deals? Uh, I I mean, the obvious answer is Braun Breaker. I love Braun Breaker. Um, I, growing up, I was a huge WCW fan, and the Steiner brothers were my two, like, uh -huh. two of my top, like, favorite people. So, like, to watch. So, when I see Braun, there's so much of, um, like, his father and his uncle in him. So, like, I enjoy his work. And he's he's still learning, but I'm, like... If he keeps on the trajectory that he's on in a few years, he's going to be Roman. He's going to be like the guy. Um, I'm a big I, fan I, of I, him. I made this today while you're talking, but keep going. Oh, um, hold on, I fucked up. Hey, keep going. I'll, I'll have it up for you in a second. I love Braun. Um, uh, Tony D'Angelo is another one. The gimmick's kind of silly, but um, from a wrestling like point, watch everything D'Angelo does. It's so smooth and it looks so good. He reminds me not. Not necessarily of, okay, that's awesome, um, of, like, in terms of, like, ability, like Randy Orton, but he has that smoothness that Randy Orton has of, like, just things look really, like, really fucking good. Um, I love the Diamond Mine, um, the Creed Brothers. Uh, Creed, Creed Brothers, Brothers are, are so good. So Creed good. Brothers, fantastic. I, Julius. I am a huge fan of their women's division. I really, uh, really the women like next. Yeah. <laughs> The women are great. Um, also, uh, even though he's not, he's kind of old school NXT back in. I'm a huge Die Jack Mark too. I was a Mark for that dude. Like the last run of NXT, I was uh, 
I was the one sole T-Bar fan, which Jess Player Kit would I almost said his real name, which Kit would bust my balls on. I bought that. I have that T-Bar figure, which I made sure to buy. So like, um, I fell in love with him when he would battle Keith Lee. When him and Keith Lee oh, had those, those wars. So those were yeah. such good matches, and their women's their women's division is the probably one of the best women's divisions on like mainstream television. Like it's and, so and under. The thing is, is you you could definitely watch it and be like, okay, they're still they have a long way they have ways yeah. to go. But you're you're watching the NXT the women's division. You're like, wow, this is going to be the future of women's wrestling. Like, there's so much good talent here. Like, Who jumps uh, off the screen at you on that women's division? Uh, Roxanne Perez, which I know is an easy answer because she's the champion, but she's so talented. And for as young as she is to be that good, she's only going to get better. Um, Sol Ruka, um, who was one when she had debuted. I'm like, oh, cute. You're a surfer, whatever. And then she started wrestling. And, like, I know everybody, like, goes to that, like, um, handstand diamond cutter, like, finisher that she does. But, like, everything she does looks really cool. And she's, like, she has a charisma about her, like, that's really great. Um, I love... Uh, I loved Toxic Attraction, uh, even you know before the split with like Mandy and all that. I thought they were really good. It was a good act. They got like the heel heat was great. Um, Cora Jade is really good. I could like literally all their women minus a few who even then like I feel like they have a so lot of potential. My, my favorite, I, I I always forget her name because I'm still uh, so I'm very new to NXT, so I'm, I don't have all the names down yet. But the girl from Chase U. Oh, Thea, uh, Thea Hale. Um, Hale, yes. So I seen her and I was like, never seen her wrestle, but she immediately grabs your attention when she's on camera. She oh, reminds so me good. of Billy from Billy Star, uh, Billy um, from Iconics. Um, yes. Um, I, I was like, oh, what the hell was her? I, I, I always say, I know Billy they're K? real. Billy Kay, yes. Yeah, I, Billy, Billy K. Kay could, was not an amazing wrestler, but just charisma through the roof. And she, she grabbed your attention and she did all the small things that made you like, Oh my gosh, she's super entertaining. And then she wrestled last week. I'm like, she's not terrible. Like she could be, she's gonna be really good. Uh yeah. Tiffany Stratton, really. Oh really my gosh, good. I forgot about Tiffany. Uh she's yeah. great. Cowgirl um, girl, the one who's hanging out with the hillbillies guys or whatever, the like the girl from Harry. Oh, like uh, yeah, Fallon Henley, she's great. Um yeah, she's Keanu, really good. Kiana James, she's got the uh the businesswoman gimmick, and like she's really good. But what I love with her is when she comes out. And they put up her name. They put all these like letters underneath for all the degrees that she has. And it just pops me every time. Cause it's like, yeah. it's so, I love fun and I love silliness, which is part of why I love NXT too, because same, they do a same. lot of like it's silliness. That's more of like my kind of wrestling. Cause well, that's like what I character, Wendy Chu. I, oh, I love, love me some Wendy Chu. She's so good. And she's so she funny. We went to Raw and she was the she was the dark match for main event on Raw and I was like I gotta see Wendy Chu live and I'm I'm the only one cheering I was like what everyone's like what's wrong with I'm like yep, yo Wendy yep. Chu's a goat <laughs> I went to um my my um my wife and I we went to SmackDown and it was like maybe a year or so ago and the dark match was the Creed brothers against the the Viking Raiders and the Creeds came out and he like Heather my like Heather was my wife we screamed because like she loves NXT too so like we're the only people like everyone else is like who what and we're like oh my god like who's, who's the Australian guy I can never say his name uh, uh Grayson Waller no 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 the uh, oh. oh the other one Duke Hudson. No, Zion, like, he has an X in his name. Oh, um, Zion Quinn. Zion uh, Quinn. Yeah. Yo, he has a good look. He's, yeah, I was, he I kind of Akira Tozawa on main event. And Akira Tozawa, everyone thinks he's just a comedy wrestler. That dude can oh, go. No. 
and Dude, him and great. they had a match on the main event where they were they were both able to like go and it was really really good main event has been using a lot of nxt talent the last two months maybe three months like it's it's definitely worth like i love watching like those matches and like i watch it on hulu which i believe is the only way to watch main event it might be on peacock too and yeah. just like you, you, you know, know you, you have to fast forward. It's an imagine if Coach Raft shows up on NXT Watch along the night, and everyone's like, "That would be dope." I think, I think you've earned your spot. If you ever want, if you're ever bored on a Tuesday, brother, just shoot me a yeah, message. Well, I'll get you a link. We'll have to definitely work that out, man. Like I have to, like I just all I need to do is like figure it out ahead of time to make plans for like you know to avoid the uh the ba- the baby talking in the background or crying, like you know. But we definitely could work it out. Like I want to do it. I'd love to do it, man. I love. Like, it's so rare I find people to talk to about NXT because I feel like it's underappreciated, um, you know? And it's like, usually when I find people, it's either they like, you know, Raw or SmackDown, which I do watch, or they watch, they like AEW. I know a lot of people like AEW, and I'm just like, sorry, guys. Like, and there's stuff from AEW I watch, but, like, I don't know a ton about it that I can really carry on a conversation. NXT, man, I can, we, I, we could start at, like, 2012 with NXT, and I can go, like, all the way to <laughs> I love it. Day. That's my uh, when I did um Matt Durline had a great podcast where you got to like draft a fantasy roster and Ooh. like book shows and both times I did it was NXT and I had so much fun and like we did like a reverse one and somebody stuck me with um with stacks and I'm not saying he's a bad wrestler at all, but like you give me stacks without Tony D'Angelo, and I just made his gimmick like stereotypical Italian guy, and I just had so much fun with that. Like, <laughs> well, man, coach, thank you so much. And listen, uh, this is not going to be over because, like I said, I have a lot more content coming to this channel soon that's just not professional wrestling. I want to start doing movie reviews and music reviews and just and just yeah. live stream talks. I want to start adding more to the channel, uh, whether and also the live watch alongs. And like I said, man, we just have chemistry that we can talk for days and hours. And uh, the door's always open for you, brother. So if you've ever, if you've ever seen me post something or promote something online and you want to jump in on it, the seat's always there for you. I Yeah, I'd love to get on a watch along. And um, I think I mentioned it in like, your post, which led into like all of us yelling about the Arrowverse. But um, I would love yeah. to sit oh. and talk, talk about Batman like comics sometimes, man. Like just all the weird, like, I mean, I'm a huge comic book nerd. I'd love to just sit and like shoot the shit on like off the like what did you feel about the new 52 without getting too crazy into it because we're just hit an hour yeah i don't want to get um there's parts of it i like and there's parts of it i don't like but you know the the flower guy i i was all about yeah um flower face i was like ah you lost but the court of owl stuff which now has become the main inspiration for like everything bat related over the last year such a good good. and snyder um scott snyder such a great writer, such good. But again, this is why I have to hop on, man, and we can talk Batman. I love um, it. I guess really quick, I should plug stuff here before I go. Yeah, I'll tell your plugs out. Yeah, so we have um, on February 11th, uh, the High Ground Wrestling Night of Steel show to benefit Adina Steele and Philly Mike, who are both injured. Um, that's going to be a great show. Uh, Kit Rath will be wrestling on that show against uh, Nathaniel Cunningham. Um, I'm sorry, my dog is pulling on my arm. So like, I'm not dancing here, people. My dog's off camera. Um, uh, you know, that's going to be a great show. And it's again, it's to benefit Adina. It's to benefit Philly Mike. Both have like injured right now. Both are great people. Two of my favorite people. Like, please come out to the Falcon's Nest in Mayfield, Pennsylvania. It's going to be a fun show, you know, support them. And, uh, I can't wait for that. Uh, then we have on 
March 5th in Troop, Pennsylvania, uh, Smashmaster Wrestling. And that would be Uncle Masty's 40th birthday party celebration, which um, I'm not going to like, because we're low on time. I won't go down the card too much, but like it has a fantastic. Yeah, it's got a great card. There's an ambulance match that's going to be on it. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Kit Rath is working at MIT. Grim is coming. We're getting in Pennsylvania. I can't wait. Um, Lucky 13 is wrestling uh, on there. Like it's just, it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. Kit's working. Uh, Ricky Price is wrestling. That yes, bum. that, that jerk. That, that, that kid's a dick. No. <laughs> oh my god, I MJ. The I want to say uh, the match that's going to steal the show for me because um, I, I I told Kit and I was joking about Masty. I was like, yo, I love Kit. I love Diamond City. I love all. That. Can can we start putting Kit against people like? that we haven't seen him wrestle a hundred times already. Like I him and killing great, but it's, it's, we've seen that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, I, and I loved it. Uh, they're all great yeah. matches and they could all work. But then I like, and then like, then you did the promo came out. Like literally they're, they're laugh, They're snickering as I'm saying this. And I, I, they didn't tell me anything. And then the promo hit online with MIT. And I was like, that's what I want. <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that's what I need in my life. I want kit and MIT. That's, that's going to be a banger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be amazing, and um, yeah, uh, MIT is gonna, you know, it's gonna get kicked in the head, because <laughs> yeah. you know, Kit, yo, with Team Raft, brother. Uh, and then um, on March uh, March eighteenth is uh, in Philadelphia is High Tension uh, Wrestling Spring Breakdown ninety three, which is a fantastic name. Uh, Kit Raft will be wrestling. I can't say anything more than that, but. I know Kit will be wrestling and I will be there with him. Are um, you, what, what are you doing 90s style? Are you dressing up? Are we going for um, the 90s? I kind of have to figure it out. Somebody, I believe it was referee Matty D threw out there that we should do like Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. I'm going to try to like, obviously I'm a Bulls fan. I've got my Bulls hat on. I'm going to try to convince Kit to do something along those lines or maybe something Space Jam related, like something fun, like, you know, because like I'll be like, look, dude, like I wrestled in a Ghostbuster outfit for you. Like, come on, you can wear a basketball jersey. So I I can't really say too much either, but I will be in Philly that day. Uh, oh, I can't say. Um, maybe making my return to high tension, but someone needs to bring the greatest part of the '90s back, and I'm going to do that. Everyone's going to oh. be glitz and glamour and and high color and fashion and 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 fun, but somebody needs to be grungy. That's all I'm saying. I I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see what a lot of these people are gonna. I'm so excited. I don't want to like say people who are on it that haven't been announced yet. But there's so many great people on that show. I can't it's wait. Be a good time. It's gonna be a good time. Kit's match is gonna be fantastic, especially upon upon seeing what it was. Like all I can say is like it's gonna if be something you, different. If you miss old school MTV Spring Break era stuff, you are in for a treat. Yeah, it's gonna be. If you want to get a t- if you want to get a taste. Of what this is gonna be, <clears throat> go to IWTV one. Go to IWTV. Subscribe. Go to Camp Leapfrog and check out their '80s show when they did an '80s theme show. Now just take that show and remix it into MTV '90s, and you're gonna get fun skits. You're gonna get great, great themes. Uh, it's gonna be a really, really good time. That's, I'm so excited, and you know, there's plenty more coming up throughout the year with uh, Smashmaster Wrestling. I encourage everybody to. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and now Twitter, which and was a brand new YouTube channel. Yeah, and their YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and watch, you know, 
watch the i promise you're gonna have a ton of fun if you watch anything on there it's so great um again seek out their social media like it seek out high tension wrestling on uh instagram facebook and twitter give them a like and uh you can find me on facebook instagram and twitter it's all um the sean calvin for all of those uh give my page a like i do not post much on facebook i i really just use my facebook page to share stuff i haven't been posting on twitter a lot because again like got a got a six month old at home i'm a little busy these days <laughs> and instagram in, in like, the chat right now the first link is going to be your your high tension wrestling network chat and the other one is going to be your smash master make sure I, I made it super easy for you just click those links and go subscribe that's perfect and obviously if you're not subscribed to um anthony's youtube channel or anything like that please do so because he is the one of the best podcasts i love him so much i'm so happy i got to be on here and i want to do a million more things with you man and talk for hours and hours and hours because this is i'm for it i want to make that happen as well all right thank you guys so much for tuning in like i said check out the links below to support all things that we have going on as well as uh, abj as well as coach raf uh Check him out in the Northeast wrestling scene. If you're seeing him, you're probably seeing me. So come hang out. Travel. Listen, there's nothing wrong with traveling two, two, three hours to go see a wrestling show. No. Come out to Northeast Pennsylvania. I promise you come to one of our shows or you come to where we are, you will have a great time. You're going to meet great people, and you're going to leave there and be like, I'm traveling every single week to these shows because these people are amazing. Uh, just give us a shot. I think we're, I think we're a fun crew. But uh, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, we'll see you tonight later on with Zach Xander at seven o'clock. Uh, and then following the Zach Xander episode, we will be going straight to the NXT watch along. Um, but, uh, let's show some love here to our outro music done by the converse kid, my best friend, Billy Trey, and, uh, his links are below as well. If you're looking for some cool music, cause he's very talented.